Hey guys, it's Tyler with 3D Printing Basics. I just wanted to let you know if you are interested in hearing this episode ad-free with no fluff, no nothing, just the information that you're looking for, please check me out on my Patreon page. I'm going to drop a link down in the show notes below. Again, if you want to listen to this episode with no ads and all my other episodes with no ads, please be sure to check out my Patreon page. It would really help support me and I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Hello, and welcome back to 3D Printing Basics. This is episode number 23, and this episode is going to be all about Silk PLA. Before I get into it, I would just like to mention a few things. First and foremost is the echo you might be hearing. I have just moved into my new office space. I am so newly into this space that there is no furniture. I just have my desk. So I'm sorry for the echo. I've got soundboards on the way and furniture and everything else to hopefully get rid of this echo. So hopefully it only lasts one episode, but I do apologize for it. Also, if you want to follow the Ender 3 journey that I'm having, I'm sorry that I've been delayed on it. I've been trying to move into this office. I'm planning on assembling the Ender 3 very, very soon. And if you would like to get updates on that and learn about what I'm doing, then head over to my Instagram. I will drop a link in the description, but I am going to be posting on there all about my journey with the Ender 3. And we are also close to a 100 five-star reviews. And once we hit that number, I will be doing a giveaway. I will be giving away a Sobel SVO6 to one of my lucky listeners. And I'm really excited to be able to do that. And we are really, really close. So if you haven't yet, please be sure to leave me a five-star review. All right, with that, getting, with that being said, let's get into it. I get a lot of messages asking about what brand and what type of materials I like to print with. And out of these messages, I'd say about half of them are asking me about Silk PLA. So I figured that meant it was time to make an episode about it. Today, I will be going over the difference between normal and Silk PLA, what settings you should change to get it printing right, and also what brands I tend to go for when I need to print something silky. All right, to start, I would like to discuss the differences from Silk PLA to regular PLA. Silk PLA is basically the same thing as normal PLA. The only difference is that there is added silk powder and an additional chemical called ester. This gives the filament its shine without any additional post-processing necessary. This chemical does make the printed filament a little bit weaker, but when we're using Silk PLA, It's always for something that serves an aesthetic purpose. I can't really imagine a situation where someone needs to use Silk PLA for something that also needs to be really strong. So that added weakness from these parts is not something that you should be terribly worried about. But if I'm wrong and you happen to be in that situation, please let me know. Let's talk about some things you should be on the lookout for while printing this stuff. First is the print bed you're using. Silk PLA adheres well to any print bed, but be sure not to use anything additional on the bed. What I mean is don't use Magigoo or glue stick or hairspray or anything else that might help with bed adhesion because if you use them, it might tarnish the sheen on the bottom of your parts. And the whole purpose of Silk PLA is to get that shine without having to do anything else to the part. All right, now what I think is most important, the speeds and the temperatures. It is important to print at slower speeds when using Silk PLA. Because of the addition of the ester and the Silk powder, Silk PLA is 
thicker when it melts. And if you print at speeds that you would normally use for PLA, you risk clogging, clogging the nozzle and having failed prints. So be sure to slow down the print speeds by 30 to 40% to make sure that you have good print quality. As for the temperature, Silk PLA has better print quality when it prints hotter. So I keep the temperature at around 230 or 240 degrees, and this has given me really good success rates with this material. This is also due to the thickness of Silk PLA when it's melted. We need to get it as free flowing as possible, and the higher the temperature is, the more free flowing we can get this material to be. I don't know if you have noticed, but I have noticed whenever I am loading Silk PLA, and it purges out of the nozzle, rather than coming out in a thin line, it comes out super thick. It almost reminds me of hot glue, and that's because of the silk powder and the ester that's in the material, and that is why we need to run it slower and run it hotter than we would at normal PLA to make sure that these, this material doesn't clog and we can get successful prints. The last thing that you may need to adjust is the retraction settings. It's best to have the retraction settings at four to six millimeters. And this is because the thickness of this stuff, it actually helps out for retraction. It's easier to retract up into the nozzle and because it is so thick, it is less likely to leak out of the nozzle because of gravity and drip and ruin your nice prints. Also, just a side note, you need to keep the layer sizes or the layer heights under 0.2 millimeters. I'm guessing about 99% of the time you're using Silk PLA, it's for something that is for looks and needs to look good. The smaller the layer height, the better it's gonna look. All right, now that you know how to print this stuff, let's talk about what brands I like using. I would suggest Overture or Hatchbox when it comes to using any kind of filament, and Silk PLA is no different. In my experience, these two companies just know what they're doing. They are consistent with producing high quality filament at an affordable cost. This is not an ad, I wish it was, but not sponsored. Hatchbox is a little bit better in my humble opinion, but at the end of the day, Hatchbox is a little bit more expensive. So you can take that as you will. If you wanna go on the cheaper side, Overture is a great option. If you wanted to go or are okay with paying a little bit more, Hatchbox is definitely the way to go. Overall, I've used Silk PLA for a long time and it's been a really good filament for me. It helps provide a super nice shine to my prints without having to do anything extra, which if you guys haven't picked up by now, I really don't like post-processing. I don't want to do post-processing on any of my prints. I want to pull them off the print bed and I want to put them in use, whatever that use is. So I'm really happy that Silk PLA offers something that normally would need to have post-processing. I would normally have to do a clear spray or a shiny spray or do something in order to get prints to shine like that. But Silk PLA is something that you can buy, you can print, and it immediately has that shine. It's super convenient. Like I said, doesn't require any additional post-processing work. And I hope now after this episode, you have a better idea on how to print it and how to print it well. I apologize. I know this episode was a little bit shorter than what we've been doing. Life has been super hectic for me between moving into the new office and trying to get everything set up and also balancing the jobs that I have going right now. But... As this new month approaches, happy February, by the way, I am hoping to get back on the grind of making longer episodes. I'm hoping to get more interviews. I'm hoping to answer your questions even more so. So please be on the lookout for that. I appreciate all of your guys' support. It means the world to me, even through these short episodes that I have going. Thank you so much for everything. I appreciate it. 
And thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you next time.